This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Thursday morning, everybody. It is November 20th, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. Huge improvement for today's commute versus yesterday's, but still don't be caught off guard for some slick spots. It may actually be more of a hazard walking into work versus driving. Yeah, watch the driveways, parking lots, side streets, all that can still be a little dicey if you see that temperature gauge close to 32. We will all hover close to freezing for this morning, even some flurries flying, patchy drizzle. A little fog can be awaiting you this morning, but as the day improves, we're left with clouds. We could see a couple of snow showers north and east of Albany. Otherwise, it's just drying out with a high of 38. Tonight, we're back down to a low of 29 degrees. We hang on to those clouds until the overnight. As the clouds clear, Thursday is looking sun-filled, gorgeous, and temperatures actually warming to the low 40s. Tomorrow's a highlight with all that sunny and dry weather. Before Friday, more clouds, the winds kick up, and we will have to call for a couple of rain showers Friday. In fact, a high of 50. You can't even enjoy it because of the winds, but nonetheless, it's a thaw before the weekend. Saturday looking brighter, drier, but we are tracking the potential for some rain and snow by Sunday. We'll watch it closely and keep you updated. That's your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, new developments in the legal case surrounding the deadly Schaharie limousine crash. Documents show that a judge has ruled against the defense request to suppress statements made by Naman Hussein. Hussein is being charged with the deaths of all 20 people in the October 2018 crash. New York is now the latest state to sue e-cigarette company Juul. That lawsuit alleges aggressive advertising and targeting of minors. The CDC is reporting more than 2,000 people have been sickened, more than 40 have died after using vaping products. Researchers at the State Lab here in Albany, the Wadsworth Center, believe that vitamin E acetate is the common ingredient here that is making people sick. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warning that flu season is getting an early start. During a conference call this week, health officials say they are seeing more flu cases than typical this time of year. At least 30 states have already reported seeing flu activity. The CDC says this year's flu vaccine has been a good match so far and reminds everyone that it's important to get that vaccine as soon as possible. And the village of Whitehall dealing with yet another water issue. With the village's water system a concern, police say water was shut off for two to three hours yesterday afternoon. A boil water advisory may be issued sometime today. We will certainly let you know. Stay with News 10 ABC for the latest on that. This morning, New York State crews are in Sharon Springs, getting ready to cut down the tree that will be placed at the state capitol in the Empire State Plaza. Jamie the Lion is live there ahead of the, the big cutting down there this morning, <laughs> Jamie. Ryan and Christina, good morning. This is the tree that will be at Empire State Plaza this December, and I'm here with Kelly, who's going to tell us all about it. She owns the tree. Now, Kelly, how old is it? It's about 40 years old. It was planted when the house was built. And so how did you guys decide that you wanted to give it away to the state? We just bought the house last year, and it's the one thing you see out the front window, nothing else. So we decided that it needed to go. The trees on the sides of the house provide great privacy, but this one's in the way. So we're gonna put a smaller garden in. So my husband suggested we send it to the state. I thought he was crazy. But I stand corrected because they're coming this morning to take the tree. So it's nice and exciting that it's going to serve another purpose. And you guys are going to be there to light it. We are. We're taking 10 with us. So our grandchildren and our children will be there. And the little ones will get to light the tree with Santa. So it's very exciting. And you're going to be making people so happy when they see it lit up. That's the plan. That's the hope. 
Perfect. Well, thanks for speaking with us this morning. Reporting live in Sharon Springs, I'm Jamie DeLine, News 10 ABC. And join us on Sunday, December 8th, because your favorite morning team will once again be hosting the ceremony on the Empire State Plaza. Of course, followed by those gorgeous fireworks. Come out and say hello. Always a good time. Well, new this morning, tis the season for dangerous toys. Nicole has more on this year's edition of Watch's Worst Toy List. Yeah, good idea to keep an eye on it if you're making that Christmas list. The world against toys causing harm, known as Watch, is asking parents to be vigilant this holiday season as some toys that may look like fun could be potentially hazardous. This year's list includes Nerf Ultra One, the Fine Motor Hedgehog, Nickelodeon Frozen Treat Slime, Power Rangers Electronic Cheetah Claw, and a die-cast school bus. The list was revealed at Boston's Children's Hospital. Among the safety concerns this year, projectile toys that could cause eye injuries, toys that encourage jumping, and toys marketed with inconsistent safety messages. Watch says any list should simply be used as a starting point for parents. With Watch's help, parents can become proactive and vigilant participants in their own children's safety. The last thing we want is for children to come here as a result of accidents associated with these toys. Watch attributes 37 toy-related deaths to children under the age of 15. In 2017, there were an estimated 250,000 toy-related injuries during a two-year span starting in 2015. Watch says one child is treated in U.S. emergency rooms every three minutes for a toy-related injury. And today, organizers will launch the countdown to the 72nd annual Troy Turkey Trot. There will be an overview of this year's event, and the fundraising efforts behind the race will also be discussed. The Regional Food Bank of Northeastern New York and Joseph's House and Shelter are the two primary charities involved in this Thanksgiving tradition. Hey, Thanksgiving's next week. And a week from today, next Wednesday, the 27th, our annual Trimmings on 10 segment. That's where everybody on the morning team creates their favorite side dish, brings it in, we share the recipes and eat it all on air, of course. So tune in for that and share with us some of your favorite recipes as well. It'll all be posted up on our Facebook pages and on News10.com. Once again, trimmings on 10 a week from today, Wednesday the 27th, one of my favorite times of year here in the studio. All right, well, let's get to today's talker. The great Thanksgiving side dish debate. It comes along every holiday season. When it comes to cranberry sauce, do you prefer homemade or store-bought ah. um, the canned cranberries? Ooh, the right? gelatin. <laughs> According to Ocean Spray, 400 million pounds of cranberries are eaten by Americans each year, with 20% consumed during the week of Thanksgiving. 76% <laughs> of Americans serve store-bought cranberry wow. sauce at their Thanksgiving meals versus homemade, with 73% saying they prefer their cranberry sauce jellied in the shape of a can. <laughs> Six in 10 Americans say cranberry sauce has and always will be on their Thanksgiving table. So we're asking you this morning, how do you prefer your cranberries at Thanksgiving? We should point out that poll was conducted by the Ocean, Ocean Spray, Spray company. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm unabashedly love the canned stuff. Yes. Oh, I love the canned and, stuff. And, and I'm not ashamed, just like my love for candy corn. Yes. I oh, like them man. both, but I ha I like them both. I'll make the homemade, right? uh, you know, the fresh cranberries, yeah. Yeah. but I always have the can. Too. And you're right, it's can perfect for sandwiches. Yes. I bet you there's there's a, a subset of people out there like yes. you mm -hmm. that put both on the table. Mm -hmm. I always mm -hmm. had canned when I was younger, and until I came into my husband's family and my in-laws made it from scratch, yeah. I said, you won't believe how easy this is. It's so easy. It's right on the back of the bag. You reduce it spray. <laughs> it's <laughs> a joke, and it's good. And if you like it really jelly, you just leave it in the fridge for a day or two, right, and it and will be very congealed. Mm -hmm. 
We've got a lot of you comments like on this I'm one. I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of people weighing in. You'll be surprised, though. <laughs> uh, there's an overwhelming majority here. Let us know on my Facebook page. I posted the story, and we'll uh, get to all those comments. Can't wait. All right. This morning's Giving on 10, and we're highlighting a local band that's helping to support a great cause. Last week, Lost Radio Rounders played a special <laughs> concert at St. Madeline Sophie Church to raise money for Family Promise of the Capital Region. According to the group's Facebook page, the concert raised more than $950 and will be used to meet the needs of the families the organization serves. The group also wants to thank everyone who turned out for that concert and supports the mission to help homeless families in the area. Good deal, gentlemen. Well done. We want to continue to celebrate that spirit of giving right, but you need to tell us who's giving back to the community. Send us an email to news at news10.com or tell us about it on social media. But be sure to use that hashtag givingon10 and we'll share those stories on air and online. Do you enjoy starting the day with the wake up rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or wake up with 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 430.